welcome to episode 83 of Have Aloha Will Travel with Hawaii Magazine. I am Catherine Toth Fox. And I am Grace Maeda. Grace Maeda. <laughs> I like to see, I always see Maeda. I like there's That's a how you pronounce your name. Maeda. Yeah. Well, how did they pronounce it when you were living on the mainland? Maeda? Yeah. Maeda. Yeah. That sounds about right. Anyway. <laughs> We're not here to talk about Japanese surnames. We are going to talk about our recent trip to Kauai. Uh, Actually, we just got back last week, which is insane, considering Mm -hmm. um, it was such a whirlwind trip and it's left an indelible mark on my psyche forever. Um, So like last episode, if you haven't, uh, if you didn't, if you're not caught up, our last episode was about Maui. Um, Mm -hmm. We had Melissa Chang on and we talked about... You and Melissa's most, well, not your recent trip to Maui, you live on Maui, but Melissa's recent trip to Maui, um, we talked all about Maui. Um, so mm-hmm. this episode, we are going to talk about, about the Garden Isle. Um, but before we get started, if you have not already received your 2022 Reader's Choice Awards um, issue, you, they're on newsstands right now, but you can also buy them on hawaiimagazine.com backslash shop. And what's great about it is we do have the best of Kauai in this list. Mm-hmm. Um, and funnily enough, we didn't go to much of any of the things on our list. So we were there. Not our fault, though. We went on a Tuesday. And can I just say, like, <laughs> nothing's open on Tuesday on Kauai. Yeah, definitely be mindful of when things are open. Check businesses. I was shocked. So normal, it's, I don't know if this is a Hawaii thing. So, you know, you folks who are listening from Canada and Russia and wherever, wherever else you're listening to us. And of course the mainland, um, is this just a Hawaii thing? A lot of places are closed on Mondays, at least on Oahu. And I think that's true in other islands. And that's sort of a holdover, um, from like the way I think businesses are in Japan, a lot of Japanese businesses are closed on Monday. And I know bakeries were often closed on Monday because Sunday is like the big, you know, the weekends, right, are the big days for mm-hmm. bakeries and they would use Monday to clean. And so they would close it down and, and clean their bakeries or their shops. Um, and that's still a holdover. I think there's some, there's a bunch of restaurants on Oahu, I think, and bakeries that are closed on mm-hmm. Monday. Laliha Bakery forever was closed on Mondays. And now mm-hmm. they're 24 hours they're open, but, um, but Tuesday, I, I've never heard of a, of a Tuesday thing. <laughs> nope. But you know, it made us have to venture and find more hole in the wall places. You have such a good attitude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to look at it with a good perspective. We, you know, <laughs> searched for, yeah, you know, we scoured <laughs> and looked for things far and wide and what to do. Far and wide. Yes. So we spent what? I don't, a little over, not quite 36, maybe 36 hours on Kauai. Mm -hmm. Right. Is that right? We flew in real early um, on Hawaiian Airlines to Lihue Airport. We got in at about 10 a.m., I think. And I will say I was a little concerned about the rental car issue because we've had problems in the past, like this you know, past last year, summer. And also I think a little bit of the winter time um, when there was a shortage of rental cars and people were like renting U-Hauls and I don't don't even know what people were doing anymore. Um, But it was fine. We found, I found rental cars, I think a few days before even. um, And that whole experience was fine. 
So we got in real early. We sort of mapped out what we wanted to do and then got completely foiled by the Tuesday thing. on Kauai. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, let's, we're going to share with you a little bit about um, our trip. These are going to be stories that will be featured on hawaiimagazine.com and um, future issues of Hawaii Magazine. So you need to subscribe if you want to receive those issues. Again, you can go to our site, hawaiimagazine.com and, and subscribe. But um, yeah, you've been to Kauai. No, you yeah. haven't been since you were in high school. Yeah, it would have been like five. No, I forget. It's like seven years at this, maybe eight. I went, yeah, it's probably eight years. You, you were in high school eight years ago? <laughs> in the very start. <laughs> the start of high school. I was still at this company eight years ago. <laughs> That's really kind of shocking. Anyway, um, and you you only stayed in Hanalei, right? Which is like yes. the northern part of, I mean, that is a beautiful part of Kauai, a part that we did not go to see this time, mm-hmm. interestingly enough. And I think the last time I was on Kauai was maybe about a year ago. And I stayed in the Princeville area and did a lot of the Hanalei, Napali coast, um, mm-hmm. stuff. So this time around, we wanted to explore a little bit of South Kauai. So Poipu area, which is very popular for visitors because there's a lot of great resorts and it's really sunny mm-hmm. um, on that end of the island. Then we kind of ventured into Koloa town, which has a, a rich history um, being like the first commercial sugar plantation in Hawaii and sort of the start of really um, why Hawaii is so multicultural because it brought the immigrants in. And then we kind of hung out in Kapa'a a little bit. Yes. <laughs> Very interesting. And then we drove the next day, we drove up to Kilauea and spent um, pretty much the whole day in that area. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Yes. Yes. So where should we begin? <laughs> Maybe at the very start. I mean, it was a very interesting trip. I had a great time and I think we really locked out with the weather. Yes. Uh, yeah. Because Kauai is like, it changes like in a blink of an eye, the weather will be sunny and then torrential downpouring. So, you know, I think for travelers, it's really good and, and important to bring jackets, bring like close-toed shoes because if you want to hike but then also be prepared to go to the beach and like you know you're gonna have to pack for many different climates I agree I mean Kauai is so it's like the north it's like north west of Oahu and I think when people come to Hawaii they sort of assume if they look up the weather in Honolulu which is on the main island which is not the main island I'm biased, but it's on Oahu, right? Which is where the capital, the bulk of people live on Oahu. Um, I think when you Google like weather in Hawaii, the Honolulu weather comes up, but each island is very different. In fact, when we had traveled to Kauai last week, it was like torrential downpour, thunderstorms, craziness on the big Mm -hmm. island on Maui and on Oahu. And we were kind of concerned because Kauai is like sort of always the wettest island it's the most lush and it just so happens to be in the path of like every major hurricane that's come through um anyway but you know it does tend to get a lot of rain and um you know mount waiale is like known to be one of the wettest places on the planet and so we were i mean i was concerned i think we both bought like rain jackets and yeah parkas (laughs) But anyway, it turned out like the whole storm system hit the other islands, but missed Kauai, which was amazing for us anyway. Yeah. So that was great. Um, And then that made hiking 
really fun and easy, you know? Yes. Yeah. We did pack in two hikes on the 36 hour trip. Oh, by the way, this was the first time you and I met in real life. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was really fun. That's such a pandemic pandemic thing, you know, like people getting hired during the pandemic, but not able to go into the office because everyone's working remote and you being on a different Island. It's Mm -hmm. really interesting. Anyway, you were pretty much exactly what I expected. (laughs) No, same as you. And like we, the minute we met, we're together for 36 hours. You know, it wasn't like, oh, we just have a two hour meeting or something together. It's like, we're spending 36 hours. Thank God we liked each other. (laughs) Extreme bonding. Um, Yes. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, I had a great time. I mean, I was super happy because I'm not going to lie. Like a lot of my friends on Maui don't like hiking that much. And so it was fun to like have someone to hike with. Really? Yes. Yeah. It's kind of strange. Because your friends are all over the age of 65. They might break a hip or something when they go like, I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. I, I mean, it is they, too. Grace does have old friends. I do have old friends, but I think they're, they might be more, about, they're definitely more active than some of, some of my friends. They go swimming really? every day. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Well, we had decided early on that we were going to hit, um, a couple of trails while we were there. Of course it was weather dependent, um, as it should be, if you are planning to hike in Hawaii, any Island on Hawaii, mm-hmm. you know, within the Hawaiian islands, be really mindful of the weather. And it's not just the weather that day. It also is the weather prior to it. So it had rained heavily on Kauai before we got there. So I sort of knew some of the trails that we had considered doing might be like really muddy and slippery. So we opted for a coastal trail in Poipu um, that would take, that took us sort of along that coastline all the way. It's about what, two miles, one way, mm-hmm. um, basically from beach to beach, right? It starts at shipwreck beach, which is kind of near all the resorts. And it goes all the way to Gillen's beach, which I still don't know why it's called Gillen's. We will research that, um, along the coastline. It's called the Maha Ulapu heritage heritage trail, And uh, it was definitely better than I had expected having just seen photos. Wouldn't you agree? Yes. Yeah, I wasn't really sure what to expect, but it was definitely really, it was more scenic and, you know, you had the coastal views and then you also had mountain views. So that was really neat. Um, And it was, I don't want to say it was easy. It was easy. I thought it was easy. I'm sure you thought Mm -hmm. it was easy, but we both hike. But I think it was, I mean, we saw you know, all kinds of people. We saw like little kids, we saw moms Mm -hmm. wearing babies in their ergos. Like, I mean, I I think anybody could do parts of the trail, if not the entire trail. It's not, it's, I mean, it's a little uneven terrain, but it's flat for the most part. There's no hills or rock climbing involved or death. It was no death really. (laughs) No. And I, I mean, at one point you walk along a golf course and so you're walking on grass. That was the only part that was kind of dangerous <laughs> because you might get hit by a stray golf ball. Yeah. Like an errant golf ball, you know, a bad golf cart driver. I don't know. And or an nene goose will come attack you and you fall off the cliff. Oh, that's true. Cause you can't, you can't touch a nene and, but they get <laughs> you. Um, yeah, that's true. There is a, it was interesting. I mean, you're right. You're all along the coastline, which I think is, you know, especially if you come from a place that doesn't have you're not like near an ocean. I think it's such a beautiful, like breathtaking experience to just 
walk along a coastline. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel the same way when I do Makapu Lighthouse Trail on Oahu. Anyway, and then you, you know, there is a section where you walk alongside a heiau, which is an ancient um, Hawaiian temple. Of course, mm-hmm. don't touch the rocks there. Don't touch anything. Just walk by it respectfully. And then you cross a golf course, which is super random. But then there's this like really cool thing at the end, you know, mm-hmm. should we talk about it? Maybe a little bit. Okay. Yeah. I mean, oh. I feel like this was like huge for you because you studied a little bit of geology. And so there's such a unique, uh, you know, cave system in Hawaii and especially on Kauai. I have the brochure. The I was looking at the brochure last night. <laughs> well, it was so interesting. It's the largest cave stone or like limestone cavern in in Hawaii, right? The largest cave yes. system. Yes. Uh, super cool. And you like, climb, you have to climb through a little hole and it, you enter this like a hundred thousand, hundred thousand year old cave, right? Yeah. Um, it's a little oasis. It's really cool. It's not really, it is a cave. It is a cave, but it's also like the, the, um, the ceiling of the cave is, has come down. I don't know how many millions of years ago. So it is like an open, it is open. You're not like in a cave. If you're claustrophobic, I'm just explaining this to you. You're not like in a, in a cave cave. It is like almost like a sinkhole. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's really beautiful. Um, there's a ton of native plants. There's like trees in there. (laughs) Like it's, Mm -hmm. it's pretty beautiful. And you can walk through and it's one of the richest fossil sites in the Pacific Island region. And Mm -hmm. there's always a guide, a volunteer from the nonprofit that sort of mans this cave there on hand to talk about, you know, whatever you want to know. I mean, answer all your questions about the cave. They do guided tours. Um, There's a suggested donation of $10 per person just to keep the nonprofit going. But, Mm -hmm. you know, so you can go and explore on your own. Or you can like chat with these really knowledgeable volunteers and learn more about the history and the significance of the cave, which I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. I was a little like geeking out about it. It was cool. It was cool, especially, you know, they flash a uh, flashlight and you see the popcorn uh, fossil yeah. or the rock formations, like a popcorn one. What was the other? Was Bacon. Bacon, right. That looks like a little ca- caterpillar. It reminded me of, because there's cauliflower coral. So I was yeah. thinking like, yeah. Oh, yeah. But it's really cool. You're um, so healthy. The cauliflower <laughs> coral. <laughs> you think cauliflower <laughs> and I think popcorn. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. The whole experience was cool. And and then and then, you know, we walked back. So I think the whole thing was like four miles total round trip. Mm-hmm. But you could make it longer. You can make it shorter. Um I don't know. I really enjoyed it. And it didn't rain the whole time we were there. And I think that side of the island typically is drier anyway. So mm-hmm. yeah, we really lucked out. It was, it was beautiful. Yes. And Shipwreck Beach is a good starting point and leading point. It's a beautiful beach. It was fun. You know, there was huge uh, waves and just sitting oh, yeah. on the watching. I mean, I would definitely like, would not recommend going out in those conditions, oh. even like for a strong swimmer. Um, I would definitely just enjoy it from a distance, you know, maybe put your feet in the water, but definitely not go in. No. And what's nice about Shipwreck Beach as your starting point, because I guess you can start in different, different places. We can find other places, but there's parking there mm-hmm. and there's bathrooms, yes. which we were very happy about because we use them. <laughs> <laughs> so that was great. I mean, the parking and the, you know, cause you're in, you're in a resort area. So there's a lot, I mean, there's like convenience stores and shops and there's lots of people. So it's not 
I didn't feel like it was an unsafe place. You know what I mean? It was right. really great. Yeah. So we did that. And then, um, you know, part of, we had wanted to explore old Koloa town, um, which is, you know, I think it was like maybe a 10 minute drive from Poipu where we were at Poipu anyway. And it's just a series of old buildings back in the plantation era that have been in some ways restored, but they sort of kept their, their, um, their architecture and their charm and turned into a lot of businesses. And it is sort of a, like a fun, area for people that want to grab food not on a Tuesday or go shopping and just kind of experience like what a plantation town in Hawaii would have looked like back mm-hmm. in you know the turn of the century no yeah. before that not even this century no because we're like, yeah, like yes correct two centuries <laughs> ago had you been to Koloa before was that your first time no, that was my first time I thought it was really cute and very charming. Uh, I love I love those types of buildings too. I think the plantation era buildings are really cute. Um, and so it was, it's always cool to see that when they're being restored and used for, you know, newer shops and the preservation of it. Um, but also too, I love like old general stores, like Suioka's general store. <laughs> it's a fun place to walk through. And I, yeah, I just get a kick out of seeing like old family run establishments. Yeah. So, you know, you did store in Pukalani um, Market on Maui. And then we, you know, we all love KTA and Hilo. And I think Suioka Market is sort of in that same vein, right? It's a, it's a, like a local market slash grocery store that mainly mm-hmm. serves the neighborhood, like the, the residents who live right. in the area. But they also get, because they get an influx of visitors, have stocked their shelves with a lot of unique to Kauai products. So Mm -hmm. to me, it's always great to go to these markets, these like mom and pop markets and look for, you know, really local made um, products that you, that these are companies that aren't big enough to manufacture so that they're in like Long's Drugs and CV Mm -hmm. and, you know, um, ABC stores across the, the state. So they're only in these small mom and pop stores. You can really, I mean, we've, we found like little slices of cakes that were made from a local bakery. I mean, these are things you wouldn't get at the airport, for example. So that was really fun to kind of walk through and look at Mm -hmm. all the stuff that, you know, the locals there eat and buy. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. And I ate the ube roll. Oh, you did? Yeah. In the Oahu airport. I was actually really hungry and happy I had it. You are not, you are a very healthy eater. We have different eating styles. I would say. But you just take a bunch of little bites of things. Yeah, I know. But I, I mean, I was like, I was, I mean, I was like stuffing my face with like sugar and soda and all this crap. And you were like drinking drink a- mushroom milk and I don't know. <laughs> I drink a lot of coconut water on the trip. I, I'm like yeah. in a coconut face. Yeah coconut phase right now. Wow, you're very healthy. I felt like I ate like a child and you ate like an old person. <laughs> I was going to give you some Metamucil. Anyway, so yes, we did Koloa Town. What was really neat about it, and I had gotten a heads up, we had gotten a heads up from uh, one of the art directors at our company, that there is a section of Koloa Town that has food trucks. And so, you know, food trucks are kind of big everywhere. I mean, Portland has a big food truck scene and, you know, LA has a food truck scene and Hawaii has always had like lunch wagons. Like, you know, this is like, this predates us. And, you know, now they're, they're called food trucks, but there's a little area right in Koloa, old Koloa town. How many food trucks were there? Like four or five, maybe? Yeah. 
I would, that's what I would guess. Of course, only one was open on Tuesday and it has to be the Mexican truck because it was Taco Tuesday. <laughs> no, I don't know. I think there was only one open, maybe like another <laughs> juice one. Yeah. And then there's a, like a ginger beer place that was open. Yes, right. Correct. So we went to, um, Taco Libre, which is a food truck that came highly recommended from one of the shop owners uh, in Oklahoma town. And they do, you know, the tacos, the burritos. We ordered a Mexi Moco, which is their take on a local Moco. So it was Spanish rice, refried beans. Um, they put some meat on it. I think it was like carne asada or something. I, I don't know. There were a lot, there's a lot of things happening in, <laughs> on that menu and they top it with two eggs, like you would at a local moco and they put some salsa on it, which I guess simulates the gravy. And that was fun. And then you got the shrimp and fish tacos. <laughs> I liked it. I, I loved it. I thought it was really good. And I got a little side of guac, which was, oh, awesome. the guac was so good. Yeah. There's something about Hawaii grown avocados. I know Taylin, our former digital specialist had talked about it in a previous episode. So take it, you know, if you want to listen to that, but she's from California and they're obsessed with avocados in California. But she said when she moved here, it was like a whole different, Oh, not moved here. I think when she had visited here and had avocados here, it was like a whole different experience for her. I will say that guac definitely used local avocados. Oh, I don't know. They definitely did, but it was really delicious. It was really good. Yeah, it was Mm -hmm. really good. Because our avocados are creamy. They are. Look at my avocado tree. I have baby avocados already on my Aww. avocado tree. Anyway, if you lived here, I'd share with you, but you don't. Oh, well. <laughs> anyway, so we did that. Um, old Kolota. And then, you know, part of the trip was to visit the Sheraton Kauai <laughs> Coconut Beach Hotel <laughs> in Kapa'a because they underwent a big, I think it was like a $35 million renovation refresh to their property. And we wanted to go check it out. It, you know, it's a, it's a hotel that has been in our Reader's Choice Awards and, you know, this year and in previous years. And I mean, I had never been to the, I had never been to that Sheraton. Um, and I was pleasantly surprised. I liked that it was small, not mm-hmm. small, small, but a good size hotel where you don't, you're not spending like 15 minutes just walking to your room. I mean, everything, right. Everything was kind of all there. Mm -hmm. It was right on the beach. I mean, literally right on the beach. Right. Yeah. I loved that part of it. Um, and yeah, you have like stunning ocean views and especially in the morning because you're on, that's the East side. So the sun rises on that side. And so the way it lights up the beach is really pretty, really beautiful. I mean, both of us are very early morning risers. So, you know, it's easy to catch the sunrise. Um, But yeah, it was gorgeous. I really thought it was a cute hotel. Yeah. I mean, it's not like, it's not going to be super fancy. You know what I mean? You're not going to get like a hot tub in your, on your lanai or something, but I mean, it it had everything you needed. I thought it was well appointed. All the rooms were, were great, but I just really loved the way it felt. Like it just was, um, I don't know, not homey, but it just felt comfortable. You know, there wasn't, I didn't feel like it wasn't bougie and, and, you know, you know what I mean? It was just very, right. It had a warm feeling because sometimes yeah. those hotels, it feels cold. Yes. You know, sterile sterile and I think a lot of like the silver and whites and everything and it was a very just kind of like islandy and like homey yeah I had a great pool it was warm yes <laughs> I appreciated the warmth of the pool it was a heated pool it was an infinity pool well they had two pools right that was one was like an infinity pool and then the other was I guess 
more family friendly pool, mm-hmm. but it was like sort of connected, but it's right on the beach. Like you could be sitting at the pool and like looking at the ocean, which yes. I feel like a lot of hotels aren't like that. Um, there's yeah. like, barrier, right. There's barriers that block the, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, well, cause they kept the lawn very open. I think other hotels, they stack it with, um, lawn chairs and kind of make yeah. up that barrier. And like, Oh, they always have like bushes in between. Yeah, they, I feel that they always do that. Right. Yeah, it was a very open expanse kind of setup. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. And you could walk along the beach. There was a path that, you know, went along the beach that connected, um, I guess, the different hotels. But yeah, overall, and it was a great location. I mean, it was a great stop. I mean, it was what, 20 minutes to Koloa Town or Poipu, if you wanted to mm-hmm. just drive there for the day. It took us, what, 20 minutes to get to Kilauea, which is what we yeah. did the next day. And then it probably be about 40 minutes to Hanalei. I feel mm-hmm. like if you're gonna, if you're gonna go on a day trip to Kauai or like an overnight trip to Kauai and you just needed a place to stay, but it's a, a jumping off point. So you could see a lot of what Kauai has to offer. Being in Kapa'a was a, is a good choice. It's right near the airport. It was like six right minutes. near the airport. Yeah. yeah. And there are like food and there is shopping down the road. Um, and it's like, it, I'm sure if you really wanted to, you could totally walk from the hotel to the town. But if you just park your car along the street, then you're able to walk up and down and hit some of the stores. Right. Which is what we did. Um, I would recommend, though, we went at night just because we were looking for dinner at that point. Um, But I we had gone through the town during the daytime and I feel like the daytime was really happening. Yes, um, it was. Hawaii is not really a night, a night time happening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of places were shut down by five. Oh yeah. 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 But that's how it is. A lot of places besides Oahu, like everything in Maui closes at like 435. Yeah. That's why you hang out with old people. Anyway, we walked, um, we walked a good length of Kapa'a town and mm-hmm. there are so many different shops and eateries. There's, um, there's a, there's like a small smattering of food trucks. Uh, yeah, really cute. I mean, if you just kind of wanted to leisurely, you know, walk around and pop into stores and, and then you can access the beach. I mean, you could go down any of the side streets mm-hmm. and hit the beach. I mean, it's right along the beach. Uh, I thought that was cool. <laughs> What? I'm just thinking, I had a brief thought about what I'm going to, what we should name the podcast. Oh no, what? <laughs> no, <laughs> it's okay, never mind. You have to say it now. What are you going to call it? <laughs> like, it what? Was, no, because James, what was James? Koloa forever. Oh yeah, Koloa forever. forever. I was thinking, Kawhi, that's why. <laughs> Well, it explains a lot. It won't, it won't be that, but it's just fun. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm glad you inspired. Uh, at least it wasn't like, you know, Grace and Kat's um, excellent adventure on Kauai because it was sort of like that too. Yeah. It was a little odd. Um, so anyway, yes, we, you know, we spent some time in Kapa'a and that was great. There's a lot of things you can do um, outdoors too. There is a... There is a pathway, a bike path that we were, we saw it, we were talking about it, that runs a, couple, a few miles along the coastline, um, not, not even next to the highway. It's kind of got its own separate like area. Mm-hmm. So it's really safe for people to bike and walk. Um, there are hiking trails in the area as well. We just happened to not do them because we 
didn't have that much time and the weather, it was weather permitting. Um, so there, and there's uh, obviously Wailua River is, is nearby. Mm-hmm. People can kayak and stand up paddle there and take boat cruises. Um, there's a trail in the back of Wailua River. It's called Secret Falls and people do that a lot too. So there are, I mean, we kind of did the walking around town shopping kind of thing mm-hmm. and eating, but there are outdoor activities you can do in, in Kapa'a as well. So it's a mix. I mean, depending on what you want to do and how much time you have. Totally. Totally. Yeah. And then we went up to Kilauea, which was really neat and seeing the lighthouse. That was an awesome time. And we hit another trail. It was the Waikoa loop trip, right? Yes. And that was a lot longer than I expected it was going yes. to be. We did not anticipate it to be that long. We were kind of booking it on the way back. <laughs> we were like, oh my God, we have to like be somewhere. Um, yes. Why Koa Loop Trail? I think I think when we did the we did the whole trail. Well, it's not really a loop trail right now because I think part mm-hmm. of the trail is under repair. So it is it is an we had to walk all the way like two miles to the Stone Dam, and then we had to walk that so those two miles back. I think the loop trail itself, if the loop was connected and open, it probably wouldn't have been that long. It's just that we had to you know go down and back. But um, that was located on the Malka or the mountainside of Kilauea. Mm-hmm. And so it gave a totally different experience than the Mahawalapu Heritage Trail, which was coastal yeah. and bright and sunny. This was more like lush and green and mm-hmm. wet. Yes. You know, when you're walking through a forest, um, mm-hmm. what we suspect may or may not be eucalyptus trees. We're so kind of figuring out <laughs> where we were, but you know, you're in like the middle of a huge forest and you don't, it, it was just a complete different experience than the day before. Totally. Um, and I feel like sometimes when you do think of what you, you do think of that lush forest experience. True. And so that was kind of cool. And there's some interesting history behind the trail as well, as far as like the dam being built for uh, sugar plantation and um, sugar irrigation. So, I mean, what did you think when we first, when we got to the dam, it was beautiful. I was surprised. I mean, I'm not sort of used to like a very manicured trail. I mean, not that the right. trail itself was manicured, but the end part, like clearly people take care of this, you know, it was like, it's beautiful, like grassy area. And then there was this dam and there were like flowers and a bamboo forest. I mean, it It was was like garden of Eden vibes. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. And then I was also going to say like with that trail being man, I mean, it wasn't super manicured, but there were trail signs because the other trail was a little bit less identifiable and it was kind of you know choose your own path type of hike this one is you stay on the path yes oh yeah for sure um yeah I like that trail a lot it it took a couple of hours but it's real leisurely it wasn't crowded um the the heritage trail I think had more people because there's parking and I think people know about that trail but that Mm -hmm. trail also didn't feel crowded because there were so many ways you could have gone that I think you just kind of lose people like as you start walking where this is a more clearly defined trail um yeah and I I enjoyed it it was it was real leisurely anybody could could do the trail I don't think there's really any restrictions to its flat um I don't know I enjoyed it. You know, it's I interesting. Did. I was looking at, we have an itinerary on, on hoimagazine.com. I don't know if you take, took a look at it. Um, Noel Fuji or Oride was, um, is our, one of the writers in our company who lives on Kauai and she did a 24 hour Kauai itinerary. 
and we did nothing on this itinerary. I don't even know what we were, I, I don't know. I was looking at it thinking, wow, we didn't go to any of these places. We didn't go to Salt Pond Beach. We didn't eat at MCS Grill. We didn't go to Kekaha Beach which is good we did our own thing man we did our own thing we yeah. found new places new little nooks and crannies of the island yeah so Kilauea town was a place that you kind of were interested in going to mm-hmm. to explore and for people who have never been to the north shore of Kauai it is on the way to Hanalei it's bef- it's past Anahola before Princeville mm-hmm. and you know Princeville has all the resorts I don't feel like there's a lot of places to stay in Kilauea I don't I don't recall there were definitely no large, or I'm, yeah, there were definitely no resorts. There was no, no buildings over two stories. Yeah. It's, it's a residential area and mm-hmm. there is a section of Kilauea that has been built up because it's on the, you know, there's a road that cuts through the town that goes to Kilauea Lighthouse, mm-hmm. which is a visitor attraction. Um, they are open to the public reservation only. You do pay a nominal fee to see it. There are no guided tours. It's self-guided. You just sort of walk through the property and it is a wildlife refuge and it's beautiful. It's right on the point. I mean, it's stunning. Mm -hmm. You can see like red-footed boobies, like nesting on Crater Hill. You can see the lace on albatross flying overhead, unless you don't like birds like grays. It's an awesome place. (laughs) Yes, true. No, you walk past and you can just hear, you walk past a bush and you can hear the birds making noise i don't think they're mating i mean maybe they're mating calls but they're like no, in the little nesting and like making it sounds like cats mating <laughs> yeah i know you are not well if you are you I, pre- I, pre- birds? I am i just find them gross like if birds are flying towards you will you scream yeah maybe a little bit that's probably <laughs> the only time i'd ever scream like i don't get scared of bugs or spiders or just birds just birds also something we are completely different about. I love birds. Birds are great. Um, anyway, so we, we went, so anyway, because the road cuts through this section of town, there are these like little sort of shopping areas that have kind of sprung up, right, to cater to both the people who live there. So there are like markets and other things and coffee shops, but also to visitors. I think it's a base for some of the Nepali coast tour operations, they meet there, they have an office there, but you'll find like a yoga studio, you'll find like a pizzeria, you know what I mean? Like there were, it's kind of a, mix. a juice bar. Yeah, there was a juice bar. Actually, I really like the Kauai juice bar company, mm-hmm. whatever that is. You can buy grab and go salads and probiotic stuff anyway, but there's a, you know, it's, um, it's a mix. Right. And so we just wanted to like wander around and see, what was there in town. And we ate at uh, Kilauea Fish Market, which clearly was really popular. Um, and they have a new shave ice stand. In have a new shave ice stand that just opened a couple of months ago. The daughter of the owner of the market, the fish market, opened a small little shave ice stand. Super legit shave ice, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a lot of people think of like shave ice as being like snow cones they have on the mainland which i think the ice is like chunkier and and grittier but in hawaii over the years we sort of like we like or prefer the really finely shaved ice and they use like japanese um machines to shave the ice down and this market i mean this shave ice stand definitely was more of that vibe Uh, and it was really good i thoroughly enjoyed my rainbow shave ice yeah, with a little snow cap on top. I did, with the condensed milk. 
uh, mm-hmm. very tasty. So yeah. And, and then there were, like I said, there were just little shops here and there. Um, we just sort of wandered around and that was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could spend, you know, a few hours just going in and out of the stores and kind of getting, you know, there were surf shops. They had the um, historic market with a kind of an array of products and the goods that you could buy. I mean, I don't even know what to call it, but kind of, yeah, I just had an interesting array. And, you know, I think there's something for everyone in Kilauea as far as shopping goes. Yeah. I mean, I think it's great if you are planning to go to the lighthouse and you want to walk around, you know, that area and see the birds and check out this, you know, historic landmark. Um, mm-hmm. And then you want to grab something to eat on the way. So I think it was, yeah, great. I mean, I, I would recommend doing it um, on your way, especially if you're going to spend the day like in Hanalei or something. I think it's worth definitely stopping in Kilauea for a little mm-hmm. bit, grabbing food and, and checking out the sites. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did you do? Oh, we went to Hanapepe. I forgot yes. about that. Yeah. Props. So yeah. like I make it my mission. I mean, there's like two things I do when I go to Kauai. People know this. Um, I stop at Poe's Kitchen, which is right out, right near the airport to get like, it's like kind of like an Okazu place where it's like, it was like eight bucks or like under $9 to get a box full of like real local food, like mm-hmm. it's a piece of luncheon meat and like half a hot dog and two musubis and fried chicken and mac salad. Anyway, yeah. I ate it while I was, dri- I don't know if I should say that, but I was eating it while I was driving. I think you were slightly concerned. <laughs> I know. I was like, you want me to hold your box? <laughs> no, I didn't want you to hold my box. Also, that was the first time you met me. I think like the team be prior to this would be like, oh yeah, catch is going to eat while she drives. No biggie. But you were just like, oh Anyway, um, so that's one. And then the second thing I do is I go, I love going to Hanapepe for like basically one reason. So years and years ago, I did a story about this, um, this potato chip company called Taro Co. And I don't know why it says papa. I mean, I know why it means burnt or cooked crisped, but um, they don't have the, the name of their shop is like this small Taro Co farm. Anyway, um, we go, I go and visit Dale who owns it. He was sleeping when we went Tuesday, I guess everybody takes a nap on Tuesday. Um, but he makes the best taro and sweet potato chips. It's so good. You've never been. I've never been. That blew my mind that like, even just regular potato chips are now like a lot lower. You're so good. And, you know, they fry it right there. Um, you you literally walk right into the kitchen to, to buy these bags um, of chips. And, you know, you can get them. I like to get them dusted with Li Hing powder personally, but you can get them without it. But that is so good. Like, you can't get any other chips. Do you know any other chip company that does that? Well, no. I mean, Hawaiian chip company on Oahu is ex- excellent as well. But there's just something about, like, I don't know if it's Dale or if it's Stanley who works It's there. really the experience of it getting is. it. I mean, yeah, like knocking on like what looks like a little house and getting yeah. the chips. Oh, yeah. I love it. So there's that. And then um, you had wanted to go to Talk Story Bookshop, mm-hmm. which is an independent bookstore in Hanapepe as well. And, and what did you think? I thought it was adorable. I thought it was, it had a way better selection than I anticipated to um, both like newer books, but also, you know, kind of hidden gems, old stuff. Cause you got 
old cookbooks, which is really good. Look at this. So kind of my thing, I love old, like old cookbooks, not any cookbook, but like cookbooks that um, you can buy at fundraisers or like at bone dances. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Like those are the things that my parent, my mom used to buy um, growing up. And so I found these two. They were kind of expensive though. This one was, I think this was like 20 bucks, which I'm sure you could have bought back in the day for like $2.99 or something. Yeah. And then this one was 40 bucks, but oh, I figured, you know, cool. yeah, it's, I didn't even open it because I'm afraid, but um, they had a, a whole section of cookbooks and this was in the vintage cookbook section. And I bought this for my mom for Mother's Day yesterday. Clearly I recorded this before Mother's Day because I still have them in my possession. <laughs> but I also like was going through them and like taking pictures of like the recipes that I wanted. <laughs> um, anyway, but yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a cute little bookstore and they sell a lot of Hawaii books as well. So if you mm-hmm. are in a neighborhood, you are a bookophile and you want to grab, you know, even if you want to grab like a beach read, I always tell people, if you are going to the beach, you just want to grab a book, go to like a used bookstore. We have them on every Island mm-hmm. and get like a cheap book for like a dollar. You know what I mean? And then you can return it. And there are places, what do they call those free libraries? We found yes. where mm-hmm. you can leave a book and grab a book. So, and you're supporting local at the same time, you know? And yeah. they also had, yeah, I mean, I think, I think it's great to support local and like, yeah, again, buy a book for $2, but they also had really rare finds. Like they had the paradise magazines, right? Oh, the paradise of the Pacific, right? Yes. And like, that's, um, the predecessor, predecessor right. to Honolulu magazine, which is one of our sister companies. And so that's really, I thought that was super neat. Um, yeah. And, and, they have, and they have new titles too. You can go and buy new, you know, new releases as well. Um, they sell stickers, they sell like tote bags, reusable bags from their store. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a really good place to buy gifts. I think if you're going to bring back home mm-hmm. or, you know, like I bought these for my, my mom, um, I don't know. It's just fun to browse those old books. Like those it really is. Out. And it, it is. wasn't too, like must. It was like, no. It's really well cut because sometimes you go into used bookstore and it's a little bit musky mm-hmm. and like just a little damp. Like everything, it was so well kept inside. Yeah, and then there's like the resident cat. Mm-hmm. Very cute. That's always a favorite. Anyway, um, any other final thoughts on Kauai, Grace? <laughs> I had a. Great time. I was wondering, like, do you have a favorite town on Kauai? On Kauai? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Wow, you really put me on the spot. Well, I I mean, I love Hanapepe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but I mean, for like the only reason I, I, mean, I get like the chips. But I, do, I mean, I, you know, Hanapepe is like blink and you'll miss it. I mean, you know, you mm-hmm. can walk down. I feel that way about Koloa Town and even Kapa'a. Like they're really small towns. These are not expansive like you're not walking through like Kailua where you have to rent a bike or something I mean these are really small towns and I think that's what I like about it you just kind of walk around and and like go into shops and talk with the owners and meet people um Mm -hmm. and it's 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 cool in that sense but you know Hanapepe has the swinging bridge which is fun it has Wong's Chinese restaurant which has the best Lilikoi chiffon pie in my opinion um, there are the salt ponds that are nearby. There's a beach nearby. So I think, you know, there's a lot to do, I think, in Hanapepe. But I do love Hanalei's beautiful. Um, Poipu is fun. I don't know. What do you, and did you have a favorite town? I mean, not that we went everywhere, but. 
I really liked Kaloa just because it was so historic and I I liked, it just seemed so lush and green there. Everyone was happy and I mean, taking their time (laughs) too, but it was just an enjoyable little nook with a lot of history. Yeah. I don't think I've had a bad, I mean, I don't think there, I don't think there's any town, even in the whole state, I can say that I don't like, Mm -hmm. I can't even think of one. Um, where I just, I didn't care for it. I feel like, especially in Hawaii, every small town has their unique charm Mm -hmm. and every small town has, you know, the mom and pop shop or the restaurant or the bakery that Mm -hmm. makes that place unique. Um, and so I feel like wherever you end up in the islands, you know, you're bound to find something interesting or fun to do. That's Mm kind of how I feel, but yeah, Kauai was cool. Um, yeah. <laughs> and you now everyone can read about it online at our website, whatyoumagazine.com, hmm. and then also in our upcoming summer issue. Yes. If you want to hey, learn more about that coastal trail, uh, Grace is going to be writing about that for our summer issue, which will be on newsstands in, I guess, in the middle of June or so. Mm-hmm. So take a look, of, take a look for that. Um, yeah. Otherwise, you, know, you can always look on our site, hawaiimagazine.com for Kauai content. If you're planning your trip, you can check out our 2022 Reader's Choice Awards issue, which should be on newsstands wherever you are, or you can buy it online at hawaiimagazine.com backslash shop. Um, thanks for listening. Please subscribe and rate and send us comments and feedback. We love to hear from you. You can email us at media at hawaiimagazine.com. And of course, you know, check out Hawaii Magazine on all of our social media channels. Anyway, thanks for joining us. Thank you. I wonder what we're going to talk about next time. Who knows? It'll be, it's a mystery. <laughs> anyway, thanks for tuning in. We will see you guys later. Bye.